Hey everybody, this is Laura and this is Pop Culture Period Peace Podcast. It has been a time getting our recording setting up. I'm Laura. I'm Julie. And we're here to chit-chat about a pop culture period piece. Um, I We are both actors and uh, former costumers and book enthusiasts and love, lovers of history. Lovers of history. So we're going to talk all about a certain piece today. But before we get into that, let's start off with recommendations. Yeah. Um, I'm currently watching Made. Okay. On Netflix. And I, I want to cautiously recommend this. The reason I would like to cautiously recommend it is because there's there's a lot of content in that that is difficult to watch. Um emotionally, mentally, bug related, oh. mess related. Um, but it's it's a really compelling and powerful story. Um, and the acting in it is top notch. Mm-hmm. So made is my recommendation. Nice. I also have to point out, y'all, we are re- recording this together in the same room. We are never in the same room. No. But we're in a closet. and <laughs> So we like went from not being m- hundreds of miles apart to not able to get two feet apart from each other. And Laura's just looking at me <laughs> while I talk. And I'm, I'm like, I'm sorry. This is like when my dog like comes in and watches me pee. Yes, this is exactly like that, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> That's what we're doing. Um, now I'm going to stare at the corner for the rest of this podcast, uh, just so Julie doesn't get... Thank you. I appreciate you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, my recommendation <laughs> is uh, Alice Hoffman, who wrote Practical Magic. She came out with a prequel to that series called Magic Lessons in Mm. 2020. And so I just started reading it. It's really good so far. So that's my recommendation. Uh, So what what movie are we going to talk about today? Uh, We are going to talk about, this this is a classic. We are going to be discussing the journey of Natty Gam. And you can tell by Julie's like happiness in her voice. This is a pick from her. Um. Because if it was a pick from me, she would be sad and forlorn. Look, you <laughs> you are carrying with you your bad choices from, like, the first three episodes. Yes. You don't have a reputation for choosing bad movies. I, I do know. I do know. Oh, boy. Um, so, Journey of Man Again. Yeah. Uh, little, little synopsis. I'm going to do a brief one, and then we'll get into it. It's like... She is a young tomboy in Chicago during the Depression, um, and she is, her father is out of work, and she is away with her friends whenever he gets the call in that he has to leave for Washington right away um, if he wants this job, and he leaves her note behind saying that he will um, get her fare the moment he can to get her out with him, uh, but she's like, no, no, I'm going to... I'm going to go and I'm going to find my dad on my own. And she does. That's, yeah. And she found a friend and a dog along the way. I mean, a wolf. Yeah. But a puppy. <laughs> a wolf is still a puppy. So what made you want to pick this, Julie? Oh, well, so for November, we're mm-hmm. doing, um, like, action. Mm-hmm. And... This this is a movie that even as a kid left a lasting impression on me. 
Mm -hmm. Um, It's a movie that I've talked about with people uh, because Meredith Salinger, um, she is now married to, as I forget their name, as I start talking. It's a beautiful voice. (laughs) Also, because we're in the same room, I can now stare at Julie whenever she forgets someone's name. Oh my gosh. Are you going to Google it? I'm going to Google it. While you Google it, I'm going to say that this movie also stars a young, like a very young John Cusack. Yes. Who will forever and for always be the voice of Dimitri from Anastasia. Patton Oswalt, please forgive me. I just like. Patton Oswalt. I, I, I just, it just escaped me. Yeah. It's the end of the week. So what falling apart. (laughs) So what do you, what do you, when people are like I've never seen this or you've talked about with people what are the things you want to what do you like to talk about it is in my opinion a distinctly un-Disney like Disney movie if that makes sense yeah like at its at its surface it is a very Disney movie it's like the hero's journey home or town but it's a human mm -hmm. there's there's a sidekick they meet someone scrappy along the way um there there is the the el- there's always some sort of like element of like either they're orphaned or they're searching for their parents or they've been separated from that um so so on the surface very very disney but there's a lot in this movie that i don't even know today that disney would like touch on well the scene that i want to bring up is whenever she's in the car with the old mm-hmm. man and mm-hmm. he definitely is hitting on her and definitely trying to do something very illegal and horrible to her and she gets out of that car real quick yeah 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 i mean he like in in the hands of not disney we would definitely see this movie through a much darker lens but the lens that we're seeing it through is is not glossing anything over mm-hmm. um he is ve- he like if she had not gotten out of that car she would have been sexually assaulted like yeah. he is moving towards that and so to see that even like implied or referenced in a disney movie and a mm-hmm. children's movie yeah is is really i think interesting and you know we we also see sort of like glimpses um of of other things i mean the we are introduced to the wolf in a dog fight Mm -hmm. and it does not end well for the competitor yeah and it's about to not end end well for the wolf either yeah i also think that it's interesting it's one of the first times that i think we see a, a parent's journey except for maybe like homeward bound like you see what the kids are going through Mm -hmm. but even then it's not as dark as this movie like he like the dad takes on widow's work quote unquote because he's like i think my daughter's dead i have nothing to live for fine put me in the most dangerous job and that that's a very very dark place for disney to go so we've never really seen the parents journey either we've Mm -hmm. always seen the kids journey um, and let alone for it to be that real and that dark. It's also when you, when I think of movies that take place in the depression, um, in the industrial era, like all of those sort of like dark, gritty times, mm-hmm. um, they very typically are in the city. Yeah. It's rare that it's like, let's, let's see the depression in the pacific northwest in the great like as they're 
they're you know traveling the country in trains and um seeing it from that perspective is I, there were so many times that I was like I started like googling and I was like okay how historically accurate is this and I was like Julie it's you're, a Disney you're movie. not here to fact check you are yeah. here to experience it um I also so this is interesting and and I kind of do want to sort of fact check I'm curious do they ever tell us the age of John Cusack's character no <laughs> so if I had to guess mm-hmm. so she's 15 in this movie yeah I do not think he's much older than her no. I think he's maybe 16 17 but he spends the entire movie like calling her kid mm-hmm. and like putting putting this separation as if he's like so much older and so much more mature than her yeah and at the at the end of the movie when he ends up through the works project administration oops sorry i i just elbowed laura in the closet that's how close we are (laughs) (laughs) we're vaccinated (laughs) um but at the end of the movie he he gets the job and and he says goodbye and they kiss Mm -hmm. and it's not like super it's not sexual but it is like an intimate kiss. It's not like a kiss on the cheek. It's not a friend. Um, and I think that it's such like a a visual, like him letting his guard and us seeing that like he he wasn't that old. He wasn't mature. Like it, yeah. like he was the same age trying to lead her through. And the the only thing that sort of like gave him this leg up is that like he had more experience in this realm over yeah. her. And I just like I. I loved that when I realized that. I was like, yeah, he's he's not an adult. He's no. not calling her a kid because he, there is actually that separation between them. Yeah. I I feel like it it was more of an emotional like I'm I'm not going to name you by your name because then you are something dear to mm-hmm. me is mm-hmm. how I felt. Like and she calls Wolf Wolf, too. So we see her have the same kind of behavior of, like, I'm not actually going to name you by an intimate name. You're going to be a label that I call you. So I I read, like, um, that sort of, like, emotional separation of people mm-hmm. made me think of the lady that runs the, um, the boarding house mm-hmm. where they're staying. So, and at the beginning of the movie, when he leaves... Because he hasn't, like, he's like, if I don't leave now, I won't have this job. If I don't have this job, I can't support my daughter. And he talks to this woman, Mm -hmm. and she agrees to let Natty stay in this room unsupervised. Yeah. Um, And, I like, I read a summary of it that, like, calls her, like, a selfish housekeeper. Mm -hmm. And I just, like... I don't think I agree with that. I mean, I think she's another person in extenuating circumstances. Yeah. And when she calls the cops to come take Natty away, like, I don't think she's, like, a terrible human for that. Yeah. Well, I mean, especially because that's, <laughs> that's her money. But it is, like, to have a to have a room that isn't being paid for is not, yeah. Yeah, I definitely, like, didn't get a she's evil vibe. I was like, yeah, I think they're all just, they're, everyone and was surviving in this they're movie. They're just trying to keep their head above water. And I think that's another thing is that, like, there are there are bad people in this movie. There's not really a villain, because I feel like the depression is the villain. Like, just everybody is a slightly 
like more horrible version of themselves including her father including like they're just not mentally there or healthy well even um when she gets to i almost said the mining camp when she gets to the logging camp of like not the base camp but Mm -hmm. like the factory area of the logging camp um she goes in to talk to that woman and the woman's like tries looking for the dad's card and she's like he's not here like i'm sorry people move on yeah um he might be at base camp whatever and dismisses her and she she is not kind like she is just abrupt she's brusque she sees the dog and gets pissed or the wolf and gets pissed and she's like get out yeah but then we see her later yeah twice once when she sees natty at the base camp because natty has made her way up there and she's like what are you doing you have to leave yeah but then a third time when she's like i found your father like i yeah i figured this out and so i just i love those little moments of like oh we are seeing that like these people aren't terrible they're mm-hmm. just dealing with terrible circumstances and that's not you know it doesn't it doesn't allow them to be patient it doesn't allow them to be like super generous well let's talk about working in customer support because, <laughs> because i feel like when i watched that scene that she would like i what made me wonder like how many people come up to that camp and go like where's my so-and-so where's my so like mm-hmm. and how many times has she gone like they've moved on they're not here they've moved on and then like had that person cry or have you know and or, so yeah she or that person has died because it's dangerous work yeah and oh she sure yeah. as hell doesn't want to be the person that tells them oh your husband fell off the top of a tree yeah sorry you had to come all the way out here i've i've got no money for you see you later yeah so i'm sure she's probably just very desensitized to that sort of or like has to like not desensitize in a bad way like sometimes we desensitize ourselves to protect ourselves and then we just see that with natty so i just wish the wolf stayed with her maybe it's because but the i know i know i just Laura, it's a movie where we see someone reuniting with family. Fuck the family. Keep the dog. <laughs> but then you hear the wolf. I know. Hearing the cries of the wolves. I know. Of which the wolf is. But that's not his wolf pack. I. You don't know that, though. But I do, because where did she get, like... The wolf also traveled hundreds of miles with her. And maybe that is the journey of the wolf. You know how in Fifty Shades of Grey, she like... No. <laughs> the answer is no. I've never read it. You know how on the cover of Fifty Shades of Grey... There's she... a mask. No. There is. Can I finish, Kanye? No. no. All I'm saying is she... She and also the Twilight Lady rewrote the perspective, like re- started rewriting all the books from the perspective of the other person. Oh yes. So maybe we are due for the journey of the wolf. I would I would watch that movie. Homeward Bound style. Homeward where Bound. the the Do we hear the the inner the monologue. Yeah. yeah. I don't like when they move their mouths. No, it's I like a little it. creepy. Yeah, but I like the inner monologue. Like in Snow Dogs, they move their mouths for like one scene. It was very terrifying. Do you know that Snow Dogs is based on a um true story 
I, the Cuba Gooding Jr. and the Huskies? I'm just... I don't know Snow Dogs. Okay. Is this a Disney movie? It's a Disney movie. Okay. It is based on a true story. Um, my father read the novel, loved it, and so we all had to go see Snow Dogs when it came out. If you know my dad, you understand how silly that felt. He's like, oh, we have to go see it. It's like, oh. I Roger do... Young. I I I feel like so Nettie came came out in 1985, mm-hmm. so I don't think I would have been old enough that my parents would have bothered taking us to the movie theater. Mm-hmm. But I I do distinctly remember seeing Willow in the theater and Benji, which is another like dog mm-hmm. journey. Do you think they actually start like when they came up with the idea of Nettie Gang? Because now I'm thinking of like how many movies from that time period were like dogs cross like going cross country yeah i wonder if they actually started with wolf and they were like but let's flip it and have a girl probably because they did have a lot of boy centered ones even like the dogs were boys so it was really cool to see something from this era that wasn't that was girl centered Mm -hmm. and not princess girl centered yeah because i think the other equivalent from that time period is annie Mm-hmm. Hmm. still a dog yeah see now I'm like I don't want to necessarily google the accuracy the historical accuracy of this film but I do want to like google the studio conversations that like had that led to this film yeah but now I'm also concerned that all of these like oh a a girl movie a girl like a girl adventure movie isn't enough we need to have a dog oh boy you know what i mean like yeah. it could either be like that could also be a real conversation that was had like annie was written long before that movie came out but or and annie is based on a, a muse the stage musical which is based on a comic book strip right what other Anastasia also has a dog. But that was like 90s, right? Yeah. That was, that was 97. Yeah. No, no, not 97. Was it 97? That was close to that. Oh, my gosh. Now I'm like, man, zero arc for me. Because now I'm on a tangent of like, Anastasia and Titanic were within a few years of each other. The only thing that's like wild to me is that like, those are two very different like, maturity and life spaces in my memory of like me loving Anastasia and me loving Titanic mm-hmm. but they were just a few years of each other and that's because girls mature faster mm-hmm. and then they get a dog and that's or the journey. a wolf or a wolf that's the story of Natty Gann <laughs> <laughs> um but she did because also the whole like oh kid 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 and it was like Joan, Joan Cusack like and she, Meredith Salinger won, or, yeah, she won at the Young Artist Award. She won Best Leading Actress. The film itself was nominated for Best Family Motion Picture. Ooh. And Albert Walski's costume design received an Academy Award nomination. It was really cool to see a depression film where people's clothing actually looked depressed. Yes. You know like what I mean? Distressed like, clothing. Yeah. The colors. I... Whenever there uh, there's movies in, that take place in this area, it's always interesting because you sort of see either um, they don't choose they don't have any colors like it's yeah. all just like grays, browns, neutrals. But what I loved about this is that we saw the 
faded colors like yeah. this used to be something and now it's just mush of like a gray soup yeah lots of like burnt oranges and yellows that probably used to be vibrant and mm-hmm. yeah just like the people yeah and the economy so with that being said what are you looking forward to julie <laughs> oh what am i looking okay um I am looking forward to weather being cold enough that we can justify a fire pit. Um, We have like a limited like temperature time range in Florida that that can happen. Um, So during the summer, I actually put these like gazing bowls in the fire pit Mm because the sun reflects on them. And then I can put some solar lights in there and it's very pretty. Um, But the the weather took a turn this weekend. So I think it's time to um, store the balls and bring out the logs. I'm just staring at you. I know, because you said the phrase, store the balls and bring out the logs. Mm -hmm. And if Mm -hmm. that ain't merch, I don't know what it is. Um, I'm looking forward to, um, I'm going to be bartending again soon so i'm excited about that that's so cool yeah so it's like my little part-time shindig um i'm gonna be bartending at the tipsy elf and if you are in pittsburgh and you want to come and get some christmas themed drinks we will we will be there um and there will (laughs) spoilers and there will be some elves and some costumed characters that are going to interact with you so it'll be fun um i love you all i'm not inviting you to my fire pit I mean, if you support us on Patreon enough, I'm sure that'd be part of it. We're not on Patreon. I was going to say, yeah, we no, have a Patreon? We do not. Um, we it's the big time. Woo! Uh, thank you for listening all. Uh, so- Wait, we haven't rated it. Oh, shit. I forgot the format. <laughs> this is the, the, I forgot the format. Um, There's an irony here because I always forget the format. Always. And for once, I did not forget the format. I was very flustered trying to get all this stuff done um i talked about the balls and the logs yeah and i'm just i just oh, um uh, so many things i want to say but i won't but i won't but i won't um okay so uh do you want me to create a rating system or do you want to you're just so much better okay. at it right. so you can create it um one to ten Oh, see, now I feel pressure. Um, on a scale of one to ten wolf packs that you want to join and send your wolf pack to, what would you rate this? I would say ten. I loved <gasps> this movie. I loved it. I loved it. Um, all all of the performances, all of the adults. I just I loved this movie, and. Uh, James Horner did the soundtrack like just all these like great like great people involved great movies got 10 wolf packs oh shit I forgot to talk about the fact that I was thirsty for her dad like this whole movie anyway because he was emotional and like anyway you've been saying with me for a week Uh uh-huh and perhaps there is a drought in Florida but I Listeners, you tell me because I I was like he's he's good looking. Yeah, he is good looking. I also saw I also saw your interaction with our server the last. Oh, time, so y'all, there was a server. <laughs> 
Why is that so not the cute. thing you're recommending? <laughs> highly recommend. No, because then I don't want it to be like, we heard you on, we heard about you on the, the big, no, there's nothing else. I can't tell our listeners, everybody I have a crush with, they'd be here for hours. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would, I would rate it. I would rate it an eight. I think eight wolf packs. Okay. All right. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so, sorry. I just thought you'd, I just thought you'd love it as much as me. It's fine. I, I, um, we have to go have a fight, listeners. Um, so thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye. pop culture period peace podcast is a part of the trident network to learn more about our videos live shows and other podcasts please visit the tridentnetwork.com